Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're gonna wanna write this down. Jessica Dumas Coaching and Training and the Confidence and Communication Podcast is overflowing with appreciation to our first podcast sponsor, The Johnston Group, Inc. The Johnston Group provides employee benefits to more than 30,000 businesses across Canada. Thank you so much for supporting my vision and investing in the podcast. Please accept my extreme gratitude, which will help get the message of self-love, healing, and growth out to a greater audience. Hey, welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm so happy to be back here at my desk, and I'm really happy to share this episode with you today. I want to talk about manifesting because I've really been spending a lot of my time focusing on this, and I want to share with you seven things that I learned or that I'm practicing, so just seven things in my manifestation practice. I specifically want to talk about the downtime when it looks like nothing's happening and, um, you know, and just what does that mean? So I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to start out by saying last week I had two in-person workshops. One of them was my confident speaking workshop. It's a one-day workshop where I help you write your signature talk so that you have your talk that you can start selling. And uh, the second day of my training, I did a facilitation basics. But you know what? The confidence speaking workshop, like that's my jam. That's where I'm like the most alive. I feel amazing. And uh, this last session that I did really like I, I love that every experience that I have shows me a new direction or gives me another step to a direction of where I want to go with my career and where I want to go with my coaching career specifically. Because I have so many speaking gigs coming up. I've had so many already throughout the year. And I make a living using my voice taking up space. And that's what I want to help you do. So I'm feeling really hot, really amazing about my speaker coaching right now. And so if you're an entrepreneur or a leader who wants to make your speaking dreams a reality, there's an application to book a call with me in the show notes of the podcast, but also in my Instagram bio. So this is where you can actually just book a call with me, get on the call, and let's see if we're a good fit. The reason that I'm doing this is because I've been thinking back about the days where I wanted to be a professional speaker. I wanted to get paid to speak. I wanted to, I wanted this to be my thing and this to be my living. Or maybe for you, if it's not that main, you know, making a living, maybe it's just something that on the side where you want to make a few thousand bucks a month. And when I started, I was like, that's got to be ridiculous. I don't like I want to do it. I feel like it's a dream that I could do. But I just uh, how how is that possible? And I sought out coaches. I've worked with many coaches over the years, and none of them were professional speakers. None of them were doing what I wanted to do. But they were coaches who were really good at what they did. And they had something I wanted. And, you know, I benefited from many of them. But I've been a paid speaker for 10 years. And I make thousands of dollars to do what I love and I want to help you do it too. So if it's a dream for you and you want to fast track your career and work with an experienced speaker coach who's been there, 
I want to guide you to be speaker ready. I want you to write your signature talk. I want you to help. I want to help you create your pillar talks and get known for your thing, get booked and get paid. Okay. So if that's you, then let's connect because I love, I love, love, love this. Okay. So let's get back to our message of the podcast. I have been practicing manifestation for years. Like I want to say, well, even earlier than I knew, because I've always been a journaler. So even before I knew what it was, I was already doing these things, but it was probably around, I want to say 2013, where I first watched The Secret. It might be a different date. I have a chart, but I'm not going to look it up right now. Where I first watched The Secret and I was like, oh my God, I already do these things. And what that did for me was it taught me that I can structure, I can plan, I can create. And I didn't know that I was doing it before, but I was doing it. And thank goodness, like when I think back to young Jessica, who she just wanted to do good. She just wanted to be happy. She just wanted to be better. And she didn't know how the hell. But I started doing that inner work, that self-development work, and I just became obsessed with it. And now this is my life, and this is how I created my life. So over the years, as a creator, as a manifester, I loved the things that I was experiencing, but I was also very aware of the things that I wasn't experiencing. I was very aware of all of the things that I still wanted to create that weren't happening yet. And that was so frustrating. It made me feel like, I don't know what I'm doing I'm doing this wrong. It's not going to happen for me. It can happen for other people. And I guess I'm just meant to to live in this shitty life. I'm just meant to be mediocre. I guess I'm just meant. And so there were all of these things that made me stall or held me back. And of course, now I know that it's limiting beliefs. And I mean, that's a whole other topic, but it has a lot to do with manifesting because you can only believe. You can only manifest what it is that you believe that you can manifest. And so I went through a lot of years of just struggling. How do I make this happen? This is what I learned about the downtime. And you know what? Like now that I know this, now that this is in practice, this it's, it's something that like absolutely has been the most amazing thing in my life. So first of all, when it comes to manifesting, when it comes to the downtime, when it comes to the times where it looks like nothing's happening or it looks like it's happening for others and it's not happening for you, I want to share with you seven things that I learned. Okay. The lesson is that the downtime, that's the life that you've created. And it's important for you to tell the story the way you desire it to be. I'm going to say that again, tell the story the way you desire it to be. And that means no complaining. That means no doubting, no questioning. Why are things the way they are? Okay. So it's so funny even to just say that out loud because that was an important part of my growth. So it depends on where you are in the stages of manifesting and believing that you can manifest because there, there are so many stages of awareness that you need to be. And that was a question that I was asking like in my teenage years. So asking why things are the way they are, are is really important. And, and there's also times where in the present, it's really important to assess where you are. Okay. So take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. And this is another thing that I want to say is take what resonates for you right now and come back to this message another time in the future. Because 
Messages like this are evergreen. They're eternal. This is not a message that's going to expire. This is stuff that's going to continue to help you move the needle forward in your life. And saying that, there's authors that I go back to, there's podcasts that I'll listen to on a regular basis to really get under the levels of the message. And I hope that this will be one of those podcasts for you. So in addition to my opening, I want to add that what you are living is in response to the story that you're telling. What you are living, what's happening right now, that's in response to the stories that you are telling. So I'm just going to jump into seven things that I've learned about my manifestation experience. So number one, not going to be brand new news, but it's one of those things that you need to hear over and over and over is spend time in appreciation and finding ways to do that. So now, right now, one of the things I practice is a magical morning practice. And it's something that I learned from Gala Darling. You can find her on Instagram. And what it is, is I pick up my voice recorder on my phone and I record all of the things that I'm appreciating in that moment. And it can be anything and everything. I I usually wake up and I love appreciating, oh, I had such a good sleep, or I just feel so rested, or I feel so comfortable in my bed. I love my bed. I love my pillows. I love this comforting, girly room that I've created for myself. And I'll go through things that have happened to me over the last week or the last day, and I'll just appreciate the life that I have, the work that I get to do, my relationship with my sons, my relationship with my boyfriend, how adorable my dog is. I love my car. It's warming up outside. I love that I have a good routine. Like I just, I really go into anything and everything. I love my new shoes. (laughs) And it's really taking that time to just spend in appreciation. So that's one of three things that I do on my uh, magical morning practice recording. The second thing that I do is I talk as if it's the end of the day and I talk about what I appreciated in that day. And so what I'm doing is I'm speaking my day into existence, right? Because what I started with is tell the story the way you desire it to be. What you are living is in response to the story that you're telling. And so I want to, I want to speak amazing abundance into my day. I want to speak romance. I want to speak love. I want to speak laughter. I want to speak joy into my day. And so I will speak that. I'll say, let's say I have a workshop that day or coaching sessions. I might say something like, today was such a badass day. I just rocked with that information that I gave people. Everyone understood everything. They really took it away and they were so thankful and so grateful. So that's how you speak those things into your day. Or you can also add something like, I go to bed tonight or as I'm going to bed tonight, I just, I feel so fulfilled about my life. I I feel so good about how my day turned out. And I love that I got ready on time for bed. I'm getting tucked in. I did my journaling tonight and I just get to go to bed just feeling really great. And so that's how you're speaking your day the way that you desire it to be. And then the third part of that magical morning practice or MMP is your future desire. So it's talking about um, something that you want in the future. And so again, another example of what that might sound like is I'll talk about how I want to create my summer. So I'll say this summer has been the most amazing summer. I get to spend my days just relaxing. And I have so much work in the fall. And I have so much work that I did um, before summer that just paid me so much money. And so now I just get to relax. 
My book is published. I love that I get to spend so much time with my boyfriend. And it's really just like creating the summer that you want. And so spend, you have to spend time in appreciation. So that's what I do first thing in the morning. Another thing that you can do is make lists of things that you love about your life. And then you have to like enjoy those things. You have to embrace those things. So for example, one of the things that I want to manifest is a big, beautiful home with a lot of sunlight because I always complained that I don't get a lot of sunlight in my house. So right now my office is on the second floor. It was one of my son's bedrooms. Um, and then he moved out. So I moved my office up here. But as I was just talking about that, and I'm going to share the story about the sun at my table, the sun, like I literally just got a sun sort of shining into the, the room, which was very pretty. During the day, I like, of course, I get like sunlight, like daylight, but the sun never like shines in my house. And, and just my main floor just seems like it could be very dark. So what I did in uh, early in the spring was I bought white curtains. So I always had like these dark curtains in my dining room. And I bought some white ones to lighten up and brighten up the room. But sometimes one of my sons will fall asleep on the couch. And so I don't often go in there in the morning to have my coffee. This morning, I went in there to have my coffee. And the sun was shining in the house. And so I got to sit there, eat my breakfast and have my coffee before I went to the gym sitting with sun shining in my house and that like I I wasn't spending time in that appreciation and so I got to do that this morning so number one spend time in appreciation it's up to you to appreciate to look for appreciation the act of appreciation it's continuously choosing to do that that's part of manifestation number two is always working on your mindset. And again, this is for when things are working and when they're not working, is always working on your mindset. And I recognize how important that was for me in, again, I don't know the year, I'm going to keep saying 2013, when I first watched The Secret and I recognized all of the negative things that I was thinking. So when you're working on your mindset, you have to really become aware of what are the thoughts that you're thinking? When are you thinking these thoughts? When something happens that doesn't feel good, what are the thoughts that you go to? That's what that awareness is about. When things are going really well and really exciting, what are where does your mindset go? What are the thoughts? Become very aware of these things. Because two things on that. So when things are not going well, if you are beating yourself up, if mindset is shitting on you, I don't know. I there, I feel like shitting on is has to be a part of it, but it's not literal. And I know actually last time in one of my podcasts, the one about uh, MC highlights, I totally, it sounded like I literally shit myself and I didn't shit myself. So <laughs> totally off topic. But when things are going bad, what kind of things are you saying to yourself? You need to be very aware of that because you need to correct those if they're not good. If you're not being gentle with yourself, if you're not just saying, that's okay, it doesn't mean anything about me. Um, sometimes this happens, I can keep looking forward, or things are, can only get better from here. Like if that's, that's the mindset that you want. But if you are talking about a mindset of, see, this always happens, this is the way that it goes, I'm, my life is meant to be shit. So you need to be very aware of where your thoughts are and what you can do about them. And when things are going good, this is another one to be very aware of. When things are going good, 
Do you allow yourself to be happy? Are you saying things like, "Uh uh-oh, things are going too good, something's going to go bad, or I can't get too excited, I'm too scared, what if this doesn't last? Like, if you're saying those kinds of things, stop it, first of all. You need to allow yourself and your mindset when things are going really well to soak it up and enjoy it. And sometimes it can just be as simple as, oh my God, this is so good. I feel so good. I love this. Yes, universe, give me more. I love it. I love it. I love it. And just, I, you know, I love when this happens. I love when that happens. And oh, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. I feel so good. So when I say talking about your mindset, what are the words that are going on in your head? Become aware of them. Correct them. Write down all the negative things. I mean, there is some inner work that you can do. You can say, why do I think this thing? Where did this come from? But ultimately, what do I want it to be? What do I want my mindset to be? And how can I change it? Because it's up to you. Um, That was number two. So number three is ask the universe really big questions. So this has a lot to do with intuition, practicing your intuition, and just trusting that So if you're someone who refers to your communication with the universe as prayer, or no matter what it is that you believe in, you do pray, I want to really encourage you to look at prayer as it's not just a one-way communication tool. It's not just you saying, you know, please, God, please do this for me, and then walk away and say thank you, and then go out looking in the world for, okay, well, where's the answer? Where is it? What I want to encourage you to do is look at it as a two-way communication. Keep your intuition open. Ask God, creator, universe for those big questions. And then listen for it. Listen for it. One of the things that I've learned about like people that I've prayed with in the past is that it's just shooting out the information, then walking away. And it's like, no, this is, if you want to hear the answer, you need to be ready and open for the answer. So number three, ask the universe big questions and wait for the answer. Because one of the things that I've been chatting with one of my really good friends about lately is when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I'm going to share a little bit more in a few minutes about Roxy Lee, who's a manifestation coach that I've been following. And I started asking the universe some questions about manifesting And I came across Roxy Lee. You'll find her as Roxy Talks for her podcast and uh, for her on Instagram. But in a little bit later, I'm going to tell you a little bit about how asking the universe for, you know, this gap that I wanted to fill, that the universe can give it to me. So ask the universe big questions, but be open to the answer. Number four is do things that feel good because feeling good is a choice. I know that I've created a life for myself where, oh, and I was really appreciating this the last couple of days, is I can do whatever I want in my business. I've created a business for myself where I get to work as much as I want. I get to charge as much as I want. I literally can take my business. I could live anywhere. I could live anywhere. I could work anywhere. I could sell my businesses and my, or sell my business and sell my workshop and my services anywhere. I'm really loving and I'm I'm practicing embracing that in a brand new way, but do things that feel good. So it feels good to me to get up and do my MMP. It feels good to me to wake up and look at my mindset work. Maybe that means listening to an Abraham Hicks video 
or Message or some of the other authors that I listen to, Louise Hay, Roxy Talks, Gala Darling, you know, anyone else that that helps my mindset feel good and clear. That's something that I choose to do to feel good because feeling good is a choice. I get to have a bath. I, I've been having a bath a lot more lately and I don't feel like what comes out of my time in the bathtub is is just rest, but it feels good. Sometimes I go into the, the washroom and I'm like, okay, I have like 15 minutes. I'm going to have a shower and it doesn't usually take me that long to shower. But because I know I have 15 minutes, I'll get warm in the shower and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a bath. And then I plug up the tub and I put in some bubble bath and then I just lay there and enjoy the warm water and the bubbles because it feels good. And maybe it's something different for you. Maybe you don't have time for a bath, but there's other things that you can do to feel good. Maybe it's, you know, giving yourself an extra 10 minutes to sit with your coffee and just put your feet up and look at the window or going for a walk or putting on the music and dancing, whatever it is. Feeling good is a choice and it's up to you to do things that feel good and to find the things that feel good for you. So that's number four. You have to. You have to do things that feel good. Number five is make things easy. All of the things that we have to do in our days, how are you complicating them? And what can you do to make things easy? So again, like I want to reiterate when the student is ready, the teacher appears because my son gave me a book for my birthday. It was called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And it was so interesting how, like, I wasn't really, I can't say that I was like super excited to read it. Like, oh, that was one that I've always been wanting to read. But I was just, I was very intrigued by the fact that my son picked it, my son James, and he wanted us to read this together because we share a birthday and he got himself the book as well. And so that was what made me most excited to read it. But I started reading it and I was immediately hooked. I was like, wow, this... Again, just like for the secret, there's a lot of things in here that I already do, but I want to make it easier. How do I get better at this? And one of his tips are to make your habits easy. And I'm, you know, kind of paraphrasing it a little bit, but I'm saying make things easy. So look at the ways that you are complicating things. Here's an example of making things easy of, you know, you're trying to make things happen. And how are you complicating them? So when I started to go to the gym every day, I wanted to make it a part of my routine. I wanted to be someone who feels strong and it's part of my routine. I go every morning. It's part of my schedule. And so in order for me to make it easy, I went out to buy new shoes. I know not everyone can do this, but just bear with me. I went out to go buy new shoes, buy a new gym bag, buy a couple of good sports bras, buy um more like gym clothes so that I felt comfortable in my clothes. And then I stuck them all in my bag. And so now I have this gym bag, which I've never had before. And it has everything that I need to make this habit and to make this, you know, lifestyle manifestation easy. And so what are things that you can do? That's how I did my gym bag. But maybe there's something else that you're complicating. Because before this, I was like looking for my runners all the time or I get up in the morning and I couldn't find a matching pair of socks or I just had nothing to wear. And so I was making it really complicated. I was making it difficult. So number five, make it easy, make things easy. Number six, 
is your manifestation and making your life the way that you want it to be is it's about the feeling. So when you're manifesting things, when you are doing something in order to get a long-term goal, so short-term goals always have the the more immediate, better feeling thing. Longer-term goals are always like striving for the feel-good thing. So sometimes it's harder. It makes it less enjoyable in the short term, but more enjoyable and rewarding in the long term. And everything is about the feeling. So if you want to manifest a good life, you need to feel good now. If you want to manifest something that in the long run, you know it's going to feel really good, but right now it doesn't feel good. So how do you take that feeling that you're going to get in the long term and how do you bring that in? Because manifesting is alignment. And the more that you can be in that feeling of what it is that you want to align to, the quicker that you can make it happen. So remember that manifesting is about the feeling. So what is it that you want to bring in your life? And what does that feel like? Because you need to feel those things now. And so ways that you can look at this is when you want a happy ending, when you want you want life to be happy and joyful and peaceful and uh, just feel rewarding and free, you need to find ways to feel that now. And if th- you're doing things that, you know, like, oh, in the long run, I know this will be good, but right now this sucks. I want you to practice appreciating that long-term feeling and I want you to feel it now. You need to feel happy now. You need to feel good now. Because if you don't, to once you have that existence or that version happening for you now, you're still not going to feel happy because it didn't feel good getting there. And it's going to be one of those things that you're like, now what? Like, I, I'm still not happy. I still need to get to the, the next thing. Like, what was this all about? Right? So you need to be happy now. You need to be in appreciation now. And everything is about the feeling. Everything is about the feeling. And then this is number seven. And I've talked about this in different areas. I've talked about this in business. I've talked about this in in the feeling that I just talked about. But ultimately, for manifestation, for having things be amazing, for being open to receiving, for practicing the life of having the manifestation, it's about consistency. Consistency is always, always, always the key. When you're trying to change your beliefs, when you're trying to manifest something that you don't necessarily believe yet, and remember a thought is just a thought that you keep on thinking, in order to replace that belief, just like any habit, you need to be consistent. You need to make a choice that you're going to keep doing it, you're going to keep making it happen, and be consistent. So one of the ways that I knew that I was failing or lacking, or I felt like I was failing and lacking in my manifestation is I wasn't being consistent. I was believing, believing, believing. And then what I was experiencing was, no, it's not happening. And then I would feel bad and shitty and stir in that for a little while. And then I would get back to believing, 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 and then no, it's not happening. And so with manifesting, you need to be consistent in the appreciation, the mindset, the trusting, the feeling good, making it easy, all of that stuff, consistent, consistent, consistent. I want to tell you how I do that. Okay. 
it's not toxic positivity. It's not just being positive all the time and believing that nothing bad happens. But it's it's about what you're talking about. What are you saying? What are you believing? Like, that's really important. But I'm doing an experiment right now. I'm calling it an experiment, but it's it makes me feel better to say that <laughs> about being a little delusional about creating the life that I want. For years, I've been talking to my clients about being delusional about what you want in your life and in your business, but I never allowed myself to do that personally. So it's been really amazing to have a successful career and then step back and look at my personal life, my personal love, and you know where my heart and my spirit is. And I didn't believe that for myself personally. And so now I'm working on that and like pretty amazing things are happening, I must say. But what I'm doing is I'm living in a manifesting versus being state. And what I mean by that is, I know in a previous episode, I talked a little bit about Ezie Spencer and how she is the author of Lunar Abundance and she has a calendar about the phases of the moon. And this is something that you can use for tracking your period, but it's also about how are you using your energy? And so in her calendar, and you can download for free her 2023 moon calendar, um, Izzy Spencer, Lunar Abundance. In each phase of the moon, the, the calendar will tell you if you are in a being or doing phase. And the being phase is just being. It's just trusting, feeling grateful, being open, receiving, and it's just being as opposed to doing, which means I'm actually going to do something. I'm moving ahead. I'm being intentional. I am taking action. So it's also a little bit of masculine and feminine energy as well. And so I'm using that in my manifesting versus being state. So my manifesting would be my doing phase as what is on the calendar. And so I recognize that there are days that I wake up and I'm just like, oh, I just I don't feel like creating today. I don't feel like I'm a creator. And for me, that would mean I'm just in a being phase. That means I just, I reflect, I rest, I restore, I'm kind to myself, and I do things that make me feel good. I try to make things easy. I try to just, you know, be intentional, connect with my mind, energy, spirit, my body. That's my my being state. And then when I'm in my doing state, that's my manifesting. That's when I'm creating. But over the past few months, I was realizing, okay, I believe in manifestation. I've been doing this for a long time. I believe in it. I know I've manifested all of these things, but there's still some beliefs that I have that are really limiting me to where I want my life to go. And so I was asking the universe for some confirmation, for some advice, because what I wanted to know was if my desire to increase my belief in certain areas means that I can manifest and manifestation is real and I can use it for anything. I need that to be shown to me. And like I said earlier, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And this is how I found Roxy Lee of Roxy Talks, because there were some gaps in what it was that I was believing. And there was a little bit of doubt, like, okay, well, maybe I can make all of this manifestation stuff happen for my business, but can I really make this happen for my personal life? And I knew, I knew I could, but I needed that confirmation. I needed to hear the words. I needed to know that someone out there is 
specifically using manifestation for getting a home, uh, having the relationship of their dreams, um, having the lifestyle, all of that sort of stuff. I know all of this has to do with manifesting, but I needed to hear from a specific manifestation coach. I don't know why it was just what I needed. That was just the gap that I was feeling. And I found it. The universe gave it to me. I just, I had this impulse, this intuition to just go and search. I can't remember that in the moment what it was that I searched on podcasts and I found her. I found Roxy Lee. I've already taken one of her programs. I watch her on YouTube. She has a a podcast, Roxy Talks, follow her on Instagram. And it's just amazing. It's just amazing how like when you're ready for it, it just comes. But this is the work. This is the work for you when you realize that it's it feels good and you're happy and you're feeling like things are on fire and you're just recognizing that miracles and manifestations are happening. But this is also the work of how you build your faith when it looks like it's not happening or it looks like it's happening for others, but it's not happening for you. Do these things. This is what's going to get you into alignment. And this is the stuff that we talk about in my coaching. So as a speaker coaching client, I'm offering that through one-on-one coaching. I have an exciting event coming up in Winnipeg. I'm going to be doing my confidence speaking course um, again in Winnipeg really soon. I have to pick the dates, but I will also travel and bring this outstanding workshop to any place that you want it to be um, if we have a network to set that up. So send me a DM on Instagram if you have ideas. Let me know what you think of these seven things. What is the gaps that you have in your manifesting? I know that I've been doing this for a long time. I know that I have a lot to offer. If there are questions or anything that you want to chat or you want me to chat about more on an upcoming podcast, then let me know. Happy to do it. I love you. I wish you all the best. I think you're amazing. Thank you for coming back. See you next week. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast. Miigwech, ekose, merci. I want to take every opportunity that I can to tell you that you are worthy. And if something in this message resonated with you, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And send a link to your sister, your best friends, and your cousins, because if there was something in this message that resonated, then they might want to hear about it too. If maybe taking a screenshot is your thing, share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to take me at jesskadumas.ca.